Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for bringing us together into fellowship with you and with one another. Tonight, let your word be established in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. And the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while ye be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. We are talking about prayer dimensions. Please take your seat. For this introductory sermon, we want to look at the biblical position of certain spiritual posture that will move us from the ordinary into the workings of the supernatural. Here we see clearly how the spirit of the Lord came upon Azariah and he went and spoke to Asa to speak to Judah and Benjamin. And here he instructs them to hear the prophetic word of God. And the Lord speaking to the king said, The Lord is with you while ye be with him. For me, that simple sentence there is loaded with everything you will need to be aligned in the spirit with the Lord. The Lord is with you while ye be with him. <laughs> Ask somebody, what do you understand by that? He's talking to the king. He's talking to the whole Judah and Benjamin. That God is not with you because you're a Christian. God is not with you because you're a pastor. He's not with you because you sing for him. No. It's not with you because you are the pastor's child or the spouse to the pastor or you are even the pastor yourself. God is not with you because you are a Christian. The spirit of God is in every Christian. But when he's saying the Lord is with you, he's now conditioning it on the other hand. While ye be with him. It's very loaded. That means that 
The fullness of the Holy Spirit resides with those who stick actively with him. That is, God is with you in his fullness when you are with him totally. The moment that you are actively with God or the moment that you spend active quality time with the Lord is the time you can qualify as the time that the Lord is with you. That is to say that while you are with him means that if you are not spending quality time with him, you cannot claim that the Lord is with you even though you are a believer. And I, I can, can I explain this? That there are people who are married and they are not married. Housemate. Because you are there but you are not there. We know we are married but we are not married. It's a technical marriage. It's a technical relationship. It's a mechanical one. The Lord is with them. That means that the fullness of God is only available to people who are actively in the loop with the Lord. Active on the altar of fellowship, communion, koinonia with the Lord. So we can come to church and dance and all of that. And you are, you are around around. You know, there are ceremonial spouses. And there are active spouses. Even if the active one is an illegitimate one. It's an active one. So, there, the, some of the girls will tell the woman that, take the ring, I have the man. They are very active. So, that you are the wedded wife does not mean you are the active wife. That you are born again does not mean that the fullness of the Holy Spirit is available to you. It is there. While you are with him situation. That defines how much of God is with you. So, you can decide to be a Christian and you don't have time for God and God doesn't have time for you. <laughs> and I like the scripture because it's a very beautiful scripture. Look at it. Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you. Premise on while ye be with him. So, that's all he's saying. That <laughs> out of sight, out of reach, out of mind. That you have to be in the loop. You have to be what? In the loop. In the loop. There, there are children of God who are not with God. I mean, you are not doing anything bad. Though. It's just that you don't have time with God. You have time for God's work, like God's business. You are an usher, you are a singer, you are learning songs, you are ushering, you are sweeping, you are busy with God's work, but you don't have time for him. It's like a husband buying dresses for the wife, buying a car for the wife, but he's not offering himself. 
He's never there. He's just buying things. <laughs> Who is your shop? <laughs> we are not a warehouse. Come on, I saw a nice dress for you. No, after a while, nice dress doesn't satisfy. Are you here? Sister, brother, are, are you here at all? The Lord is with you while you are with him. Now ask someone, when was the last time you spent time with God? Boy, oh boy. Make your face. Coco. When was the last time? Quality time. You see, some, some people come to the office, they just say, I feel very lonely. I said, well, I thought you were married. They said, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm married, but I'm lonely. No time. No time. No communication. So, the Lord is with you. You are with him whilst you spend time. So, it is at that point that he, all his fullness is also available to you. The Bible said the two were naked and they were not ashamed. Cleaving, cleaving, cleaving. Cleaving, cleaving, cleaving. So, we can be just high street Christians. Yeah, that's why prayer is important. Prayer gives you that opportunity that you have read the Bible, but you have still not spent time with the Lord. So, he is with you while you are with him. I don't know if I've explained it well. So, the one who is having more access to the fullness of God is the one who is spending more time. Or, if you like, quality time with the Lord. So, if you are not spending quality time with the Lord, you don't know more of him, and you don't have more of him, what you have is what you hear God can do. But you should know God in your personal space. So he says that they that seek him while ye be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. If ye seek him. There's a seeking. Prayer is seeking. Prayer. See, seeking after God is not just an issue of your heart. That you should be able to translate the issue of your heart to a practical seeking. Like, I like the way the lady said that actions speak louder than what? Words. That I know that my heart is not for the devil. How do we say it? Practically seeking. When you say, I love you, Jesus. How do we know it? Practically seeking. So if you are not practically seeking him, you are not showing the action of pursuit. And when the action of pursuit is zero, we can't trust the determination of your heart. Like we say, actions speak louder than words. So the way to transmit or translate the love you have in your heart for God into a substance in the spirit is to practically put yourself in a place where you spend time with God. Personally, whilst you are with him. Jesus always went to be with him. Early in the morning, he was with the father. 
He was with him. So he was always saying that the father is with me. Why? Because he was with him. I mean, you can't even, even you, your father, Dr. Algozi. When was the last time you were with him? Today. So you can say that he is with me because I was with him. Not your sister in Winneba. That is your father does not mean you were with how are you with him? You have to be there. It's not virtual. <laughs> he was with me. Why? Why? How do you know? Because I was with him. Ask somebody, have you been with the Lord today? And every day you should be with the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Every day. Every day. And I will say this in a passing. That's why it's error to make your prayer life um, be based on a fixated time. Some of you are 12 midnight prayer, prayer people. But real spiritual life doesn't work like that. <laughs> Today I started my prayer at 2 p.m. And it can be a cycle of 24 hours. Because in the morning I had too many things I needed to do. From the one I prayed yesterday to 2 p.m. No, I've not sinned. But this is the time I could have. I will praying throughout the day. But you see there's a prayer you can pray when you are cooking. Prayer you can pray when you are sweeping. And all of that. That one we call it prayer of edification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can be listening to a call crying, be doing shabalabadaya. It's just charging your own spirit. But the one that you say that I have been with the Lord, everything shut down. Me and you, one on one. Are you here at all? I mean, am I teaching? Am I, are you sure I'm teaching? It's not. It's not. You are talking to somebody doing shabaya and blah, blah. No, 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 no. The one that everything shuts down. And you and God. So, some people, once they miss their 12 midnight, the day is gone. <laughs> I don't know if I'm teaching well. <laughs> you will miss Kippers house when you are not here. <laughs> the bread is fresh. <laughs> I know some people, they are addicted to bread. <laughs> when the doctor says, don't eat flour, say, I have to change where I'm living because I said, nice bakery shop, Papa. So you see that some people, once they miss that planned prayer time, their whole day is off. Because we are not able to recalibrate. We are not able to re-engineer that you have to be strategic in your prayer life. That some people, like someone like Pastor Ben like this, he will go to work very early in the morning and I told this guy also to do the same. And he will spend a lot of time praying before people arrive. And in the afternoon, that's how Pasima learned how to pray. He will go to the whatever, I won't tell you where, so that you go and shoot him like. Hey. <laughs> you just go there, and that break time is, is, is facing the Lord. At least some one hour be there. He will be there. He alone with the Lord. Me and God. 
that is so. That's how it's not like Pastor Francis is my pastor. When was the last time me and you stood to talk? I know I'm your pastor. But you can't say I have been with you because I just came here to speak. I came here to preach. You ought to have been in my presence. We ought to have had a personal conversation. Even if it bothers on the ministry. For us to say that, oh, we have been with each other. God has been with me because I have what? Been with him. And please, let's look at the scripture well. So that even when the Holy Spirit is in you, the Holy Spirit will not normally or ordinarily come to you. The Lord is with you while ye be with him. And look at that. If you seek him, he will be found. So you see that once you become born again, the rest of the movement, the initiation is from you. It's only with you when you move, while you move. If you seek him, he will be found. That's, he is there for you to find him. It's not for God. I had a staring in my heart to pray. No, 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 no. He's staring nothing now. He's staring. You stare yourself, brother. Stare yourself. You can't go to your boss, your boss, and no one made you. No, it is a subordinate that didn't go to work. Anywhere the boss is, the work is there. Oh, hello. Come on now. Hello. So, don't be lying to yourself. That because the Holy Spirit is resident in me, I am communing with the Lord. No, it's a lie. It's a lie. I'm telling you. And there are many Christians who are prayerless. Even though they have the Holy Spirit. Because you need to make a movement of faith in prayer. There is a prayer movement of faith. Where even though the Holy Spirit is in you, you make a movement towards him in communion, in fellowship for that activated relationship to come alive. That he is in you. Does not mean that the relationship is active. It is the move of prayer from man towards God. Jesus went to pray. God didn't come to pray to Jesus. I didn't come to wake up. Jesus went to pray. <laughs> he, he, he said, God is with you. while, while that, he, You have to be with him and around him for it to be defined. You seek him, you will find him. Hey. So ask somebody who is looking for who? Ask somebody who must be looking for who? That's what you must be making the movement. Tell somebody, real prayer, that gives you dominion on earth, is you spending time with God by making a prayerful move by faith towards God to activate the relationship between you and God. It's not boasting that God is inside me. So, because he's inside me, I know God and God is with me. No, it doesn't work that way. Greater is he that is in me 
than he that is in the world. You will be beaten because the greater one is not alive in a relationship with you. So what am I saying in a nutshell? Because this is it's very difficult to move away from one verse, right? There are God chases. Prayerful people are called God chases. A successful believer is one who chases after God so that the fullness of God will be made available unto us. Because most of the promises we claim in Christ are in their potential state. You can only activate them by faith through prayer. Prayer is one of the conduits to say practically I'm in a relationship with the Lord because it has to be in the spirit and you are moving in the spirit by acting out your faith practically on the face of the earth. So you have to be seen to be sitting, praying, standing, praying. Hello? Look at what Jesus said. He said, when ye pray, there is an expectation for when you should pray. Not if you pray. When? Time. When you pray. Tell somebody, when do you pray? When you pray. Ask them, please, when is your when coming? When we have been waiting now. God has been waiting now. Your when, no? A <laughs> chadodo. So, sometimes some people's when is when the church is praying. <laughs> look at the scripture. Look at the scripture. And for me, be answer me. Hear ye me, one Asa, comma, and all Judah and Benjamin. It's a, he's speaking to an individual, and he's speaking to the cities or to the nations. So, God can say, oh, the keeper's house is with me because I am with them. Or I am with them because they are with me. Because when we come together to pray as a community, as a church community, this church, they pray. Church. But there is also Asa. Asa. Francis. Emmanuel. Fred. Adesua. Miss Nam. So there is that communal or corporate prayer that that makes God say, oh, I'm with the church because the church is what? With me. But can God also say that he is with you because you are what? With him. But you see, long before you join the community, you should have joined him on a personal level. Are you here at all? It is all of us with him, all of us with him, while we are with him, that when we gather together, it becomes powerful. Because we are with him dada, already. And now we have come together. So you see that all these people who are already with him, oh, you, you also came, you also came. So it's like we are there for a long time. It's not somebody is in the innermost place and somebody too is doing koko koko. Hey. 
Is it powerful already? It's our month of prayer. Tell somebody that learn to be with him. Learn to be with him. It will change your story. It will change your life. Learn to be with him. I mean, sometimes we can be with human beings and we are not with the Lord. We can be with our, the things that we are duty bound to handle and we are not with the Lord. Such as assignment from work. If you are a student, assignment from school. <laughs> you can be with your phone and you are not with the Lord. Charlie? We can be with a business project and we are not with the Lord. I think I was talking about being flexible in the place of prayer. How you can reschedule your prayer time when you miss that time of prayer. <laughs> you, you need to have a pause. You need to have a stop. Like a car. You need to have a refueling or you need to have some servicing at some point in time in the day. And whilst you are waiting for that time, all this, your prayer of edification should be flying through as you are driving, you are listening to keepers music and you are praying in tongues. But you can still go on their page. There are a lot of songs there. That one, you are edifying your spirit. Edifying your spirit means you are charging your spirit. Because you don't know in the day whatever you are going to face, but at least go prepared. Are you here at all? Until that time when you are able to really create a time, whether you are sitting in your office or you are in your house, so it's break time when you say that now, I'm not just edifying my spirit, but I want to face the Lord what? One on one. Everything shut down. I don't know if I have taught. Look at this point in Bono. Everybody should have this kind of life where you spend 30 minutes one hour. Jesus said one hour is for kindergarten. You know, but you're bad. That you'll be saying you're bad. <laughs> spend that one hour. Le kofarano skelete. Mini nyamine na. Okami ua brinina. Intimi en shiraba. That kind of relationship with the Lord. I have some teaching now I want to do. Some nice scriptures, powerful scriptures. So, you can't be just making a boast. God is with me. God is with me. What is the real definition of God is with me? While you are with him. While you are pursuing him. Seeking him. So, you can't just be in a state of spiritual inertia and be boasting and claiming that God is with me. No. The claim is when you are actively with him in prayer. Praise the Lord. That's why I said the fullness of the Holy Spirit resides with those who stick with him in an active relationship. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, 
Second Corinthians 13, 14. The scripture said, let's read together one go. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Say amen. amen. So the grace of God, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit can be with us. The grace of God can be with us. The love of God can be with us. And the communion, that's it. Communion is an unbreakable connection with God. There's a place in prayer where the believer and the Lord, they have a spiritual union that cannot be broken. That you are in God and God is in you. And it's not a mind thing. It's a prayer thing. You are in, an, in a fellowship, in a communion. The word there is koinonia. Where you are fellowshipping with the Lord. And it is it's like we have become one. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Praise the Lord. We have become one. I, I want you to try it. Try it. Where you stay in his presence. And you are in a communion. With, I mean, co-pastor writes a lot of songs. And I know when he, she writes the songs. She cannot write a song because she's happy, blah, blah, blah. She only writes the songs when she's in a certain level of prayer. She starts writing the songs. She can write plenty of songs because she's praying at a certain level of frequency. You got it? Sure, you got it? It's a place of communion. So when she gets to that level, I move my food away because the tongues will be everywhere. I don't want her to be spitting into the food. But at that time, if she spits into the food cramp, it will be powerful. Hey. See, they say, Jet de Musa. And I want to go. Like that. Communion. Communion. One hour. Communion. Communication. See, communion is just, it's beyond communication. It's communication. We need that in China. Eyeball to eyeball. Verbal and nonverbal communication. Communication beyond communication. It's communication, fellowship. Relationship, cleaving, spirit to spirit, face to face, body to body, soul to soul. Oh, Jesus. You are in that space with God. Pian Kahubi. When he said, if you deny me, There's a way you do secret business. Like, it's a communion. It's like me and God. Me and the Holy Spirit. And it's not Mabo Shiramu. Spending time with God. Praise the Lord. 
Church, are you here? Spending time with God. You are nobody if you are a Christian who doesn't spend time with God. That means you have have acquired a status without a portfolio. Everyone knows you are a Christian. But you don't have the substance of Christianity. You don't have the anointing. You don't have the fullness of God that you can only get when you are in a particular level of communication or communion with the Holy Spirit. At that point, there's transmission of the grace of God. Not, Pastor, lay your hands on me. Let impartation come upon me. No, 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 no. Long before that, there should be that, that space. Now, how do you even know that this pastor's laying on of hands is the right impartation you need? It should be born out of the place of prayer. You see that people were directed to men of God. Are you here? The Holy Spirit led them. So, when you don't spend time with, I mean, hardly do I run to pastors. I mean, there's, there are levels in grace. So I, I don't say I don't go to any pastor. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that hardly, because there are some pastors, they run everywhere. Because they think that grace is like shopping in the market. So I go here, I give seed, I collect. I go here, I give seed, I collect. So the, the time for meeting God has become time for meeting men. You, you don't get grace like that. Look at that. There's no time for me to be quoting scripture. That the grace will increase by your knowledge of Christ. And that knowledge is not me preaching to you alone, no. Is that personal communion with the Lord that gives you that private space of encounter of knowledge? You don't know of God. You know him. When the Bible says that, they don't know their God. It's like Paul says that, that I may know him and, 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 and the power of his resurrection. That, I mean, that knowing is an intimate knowing beyond Oh, what you know of God. God is a miracle working God. God God can do this. You know of God, but that, that personal knowledge. You know, you see that you don't know. You know God to the whole we are saying. But one on one there. Few people meet God. Moses met God one on one. Jesus met God one on one. You have to meet it. It is from that place when you come, you don't talk much. Everybody will know that boy. Are you here? It's not my pastor this, my pastor that. I will carry seed and go and collect grace. It's a channel. But if that will work, you should meet God first. You should what? I think I'm preaching the best message ever as far as prayer is concerned. It's a very powerful message. What do you think?
My pastor is praying for me. My pastor is praying for me. He's praying to who? For who? He's praying to God. Have you met God? So you need to see God. So that when I also go and mention your name. Oh, I was with him. He was with me. <laughs> Are you here at all? <laughs> Sometimes I'm by as you mama we want to see your face to see whether you are remorseful, whether you, you I mean, of course, people who are coming to stand in the gap there, we respect them, but we want to see you. We want to see your smiley face. Hey! What do you mean? See how crowd your prophet be more more cartons of meal or name milk and chest. We are provision shopping now, dear crowd. Omu to be conya me home. Yeah, come chill, mama. Talk, come chill. They don't know their God. <laughs> Bread and milo and milk is there. Why should the pastor pray? What about some fine day? <laughs> I don't know if God is saying something here. The communion. Is, is, sometimes, even in your personal place of prayer, you see that the, you see, relationship or communication is in levels. Is in what? Sometimes you are talking to somebody and you know that the person doesn't have your attention. Or someone is talking to you and he knows that he or she doesn't have what? Your attention. And you don't also have the person's attention. So the very fact that you position yourself in the place of prayer does not mean you are in communion. Because prayer typically will move from the outer court, flesh, to the inner court, that's when my soul pants after you. Then to the holies of holies. That one is face to face with God. Do you understand? No distractions. You see that you are, it's almost like you're oblivious of your environment. You are no longer bothered about any issue, any matter, no school fees matter, no others. You have moved from that level. But when you are in the outer court, there's still noise. So you can go that you are praying and the prayer is prayer, but it's not communion. When Paul said that I may know him, he was talking about intimacy. Intimate relationship with the Lord. Just say, what do you What do you You are involved. He's involved. It's not like someone is involved and some other person is not involved. So 
So you can position yourself to pray, but you don't get into the realm of communion. That realm of communion, you, you lose yourself into God. Are you here? Where you see that now you have risen to God's level. Concentration, faith, reverence. What really makes prayer work and what makes you really to travel from the natural to the supernatural is when you approach God in reverence. You can never be spiritual or you can never attain the realm of communion with the Holy Spirit when you lose reverence for him. That it's one-on-one -on -one time of prayer and you still think you will answer your phone. You, you, you will die now. The priest doesn't go to the holies of holies looking back. Uh, no, you are just going there to perform one function. To, to, to put the blood on the mercy seat and do the oblation. And if God spares you, you come out. Is not to perform many. That's why Paul will be talking about this one thing I do. He'll be talking about the priest just having one eye. Just staying in there. I mean, I'm saying that that prayer of edification, you can be playing with your phone, WhatsApping and praying. It's fine. It's powerful. But the communion with the Holy Spirit, you cannot be answering call in the middle of that. You cannot be answering WhatsApp in the middle of that. That one, the phone must be somewhere. In silence, in whatever, sometimes, wherever. When you finish, then you go and answer calls. You, when you are with God, everything should wait. Everything should what? I can't hear you. Everything should what? Yes. That, that's the reverence that will make you to enter. I have not seen a serious fetish priest or a serious awkward person trying to project themselves out of their body listening to phone call. I said, me be too call about my coffee. I said, you will be. So you see that you can't be one with the spirit when you you lack reverence. And the way to lose that reverence for God is when you encumber yourself with issues of life as important as they are. Mary and Martha were there. Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. Martha was at the kitchen. Then she came to complain that, ah, Mary, now mama boy me. And blah, 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 blah. And Jesus said, Mary, who pray to do? Why are you encumbering yourself with all these many activities and all? Or tell somebody that many spiritual activities. They are not equal to communion with the Holy Spirit. So when we are praying, when we are worshiping, if you have to worship, forget about everything and face the Lord. He said, Mary has chosen this one thing. This one thing. You can't try communing with God with two things. It can't be God and any other thing. It has to be only, that one thing must be focused on God. Are you here? Praise the Lord. All of us are guilty at some point. But that's why the word of God is for correction. It's for what? That the man of God will be thorough. Will be what? 
too powerful. So you see that if you create that communion time with the Lord, you see that your spirit will be growing. You will appear in another level. Because every time, I mean, you, you are so who you are, but you feel like you have really met God. Praise the Lord. You have met God. And any time you meet God, you look more beautiful than you met him. The Bible says, as we behold him face to face, we are changed eh, into the same image. Every time you really meet him, the reason why you are still ugly as a believer is because you are just around, around, around. But it too, the real beauty is to meet him. And you cannot be beautiful inside and ugly outside. Jesus met the Lord on the Mount of Transfiguration. The Transfiguration was for his whole body. Moses met the Lord. The Transfiguration was for his whole body. Not just his spirit or any soul. The whole body. That your face is very dull. It's a sign that, Charlie, I don't know who you are meeting. I mean, look at people who are in the lodge. And people who chant, mostly their face is very dim and heavy. Yes. Oh, just watch it. I can see somebody and say, this guy maybe is a logist. Not because I'm designing, just by, you see that the flesh crowd refuses to glow. Darkness cannot shine. It's not possible. Boy, you want to attain to that level they call communion. That level they call what? Communion. communion. Pagan and kissing are not the same. Are they the same? I don't know how to explain the thing for you to understand. <laughs> and some people can never understand it. Because there are some things you only understand when you experience it. If you have not experienced God in communion, there are some dimensions of our work with the Lord that you will not even understand forever. It has to be experiential. It's too powerful. I'm praying that we'll get to that level. Come on now. I'm saying I'm praying that we'll get to that level. Do I have people here who are going to pledge that they are going to get to that level? Okay, so let me just stop the preaching and let's look at some practical ways of attaining that. <laughs> number one, number one, number one, number one. Nobody is busy beyond their prayer, prayer time. Nobody is busy to abandon their prayer time. If you are able to eat, you can pray. You make time to eat. Is that also? You make time to pray. 
Prayer is the breath of the believer. He said, pray without ceasing. He said, men ought to pray and not faint. That means that uh, what makes people to faint is when they stop breathing. You know, so. Yeah. At least even for a short time. Or they struggle to breathe. They will faint. So prayer is that, that, that breath. So when you stop praying for a while, you see that your spirit loses the life it's supposed to have. And you can't say, I am so busy because busy people pray. Busy people what? It's only lazy people who don't pray. Anybody who is not praying, it's not because he's busy. It's because he's lazy in prayer. Busyness cannot be the reason why you are not praying. It's laziness. That can be the reason why you are not praying. So you have to make time. It's still 24 hours. Time has been given to you. Practically. Make time. Tell somebody, make time. time. Tell somebody, start from your comfort space. space. Tell somebody, start the prayer prayer. from your comfort space. Okay, so the thing you will do is you have to be praying on the go. You have to be what? Praying on the go. That's where you start from. Praying on the go. You are sweeping, you are praying. You are singing, and you are praying. You are doing an activity, and if you are allowed, you should be praying. You can pray in your language. You can pray in the language of the Spirit. As you do that for a while, you realize that your spirit will adopt to a certain measure and level of prayer. That your here and there will not be satisfactory for your spirit. So it will be calling for a deeper level of prayer. That's what Psalm 42 verse 1 says. That as the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul. Next time when I'm preaching, I'll go here. Then verse 7 talks about deep calls unto deep. So as you are praying from, from what I call the prayer of edification. Huh? You are in your car going to work. You are praying. You are edifying yourself. After a while, you see that. And so, your spirit will be calling for more. And that one will mean that now you need to take time and design a calendar to go and feed your spirit with quality time of communion with the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. What breaks the heart of many people is that sometimes they start running without crawling. And to what is a Pastor Francis to me, Bob seven hours. And to me, so maybe. Yen Yanoka. Won't you ask him that? You'll be surprised that you pray when you watch the time, you know, it's 25 minutes. So you'll be wondering how you can even make two hours. 
So you'll be wondering, is the watch correct? Is the time correct? <laughs> Tell somebody. <laughs> Small changes. I don't know if the preacher I'm preaching is practical. So you wake up in the morning or in the evening and you want to create a me time with God. But you have to socialize your spirit to the quarters of prayer. Five minutes in a corner. It is a habit prayer. It's not just spiritual. Prayer is a habit that you have to build. It's what? A habit. And you can't build a habit until you have consistency. If I can get you to pray five minutes and it's quality time, I think I'm a successful preacher. Than to tell you that do one hour that I know you will not be able to do. Because this is it. When I want to pray, the real time I think I am in for prayer is when I have done like one and a half hours. Then my whole system begins to stay and wants to continue. I can easily leave the place of prayer in one hour. It's very normal. One and a half onwards. I just, it's like my engine nowadays, park the engine. <laughs> That's the time. It's like I'm beginning to have the taste to pray. It's like I've just, I've just entered into a beautiful space of prayer. And it can be this. You have to build the habit from praying and making prayer part of your daily routine. Praise the Lord. Making prayer part of your daily routine. And you can do more of the prayer of edification and then have a quality time where you are spending with God in communion. Have I, have I explained this thing? Hello, have I explained this thing? The things we do in church, all of that is supposed to help you to have some amount of quality time of prayer in a week. If we don't do that, it won't work. So, put realistic time that you want to spend with God. You, are you here? How do I know what I have to pray about in a day? The model is there. The model prayer is there. Our Father which art in heaven. You start by praising God. Thanking God. Hallowed be thy name. You pray. Thy kingdom come. You pray. Pray. You pray. Okay. But the bottom comes up in redemption. Because I come to you through the blood of Jesus. Praise the Lord. It's beautiful. Try it. Try and spend time with God. 
it's, it's more beautiful than spending time with anything. It's nice, pa. And everyone can have mileage in prayer if you build the right attitude. You see that when you are praying, people are looking for you. It's a disturbance to you. Yeah, it's a disturbance because when you are in proper communion, you don't want to have all this all human beings. Is, relationship with human beings is rubbish. You want to stay. Stay with God. Praise God. A brother who cannot stay with God is dangerous. So he will not stay with you. God is more beautiful than man. God is more beautiful than woman. If you can't stay with God, watch it. It's a warning flag. It's what? It's a warning sign. Except he's not a Christian. But if he says he's a Christian, I'm a Christian by media. I don't know how to pray. Hey. How are you sure that God is with you? <laughs> wow. Okay. So we'll continue the practical steps. I don't know. Have I, have I given you any? How many? How many have you written? I didn't make a comment, sir. I said. Control your prayer space. Do what? Make sure that every day you have built something into your prayer account. Daily prayer account. It's a mindset. Today, what have I deposited into my prayer account? Everyone can be powerful. Everyone can be powerful. There's a guy who left Italy to the hometown the family house, the proper, proper family house, a portion of it was broken. So he got there and his house was just somewhere around the corner. He went to the family house. Oh, my family has one corner is broken and they are, they, are, they are still staying there like that. So he made them haul sand and uh, stone. Uh, he wants to just was there then by the time he goes back in six weeks' time, you know, he would have built that, that portion that that is broken. So as he put the sand there, he went the next day brought people that they should come and build. He was dying. So he had a dream that the Ebusia Penini, the family head in the house, tie rope. And in the morning, when they chew trapia, chewing stick, 
with bare chest and rope and he was holding his stick and the guy was there and he said, when I was so bad, I said, I know you do, I know the bone. He said, Pew. in the dream, inside the dream, the guy was dying. When he woke up, he was dying. Blood was coming, his mouth everywhere. So they, they took him and said, he said, he's dying. He said, he had a dream. So they carried him to one Ojashua's elder's house. And the man too, when he was coming out, he said, hey, They have hit you in the spirit. <laughs> he said, keep him there. Let me go and brush and come. He came in a bony deliverance. And I said, uncle, let's go to your family house. When they went, Debusiapeni had woken up in the morning. He had tied rope and was holding a stick. He was walking. The elder was in front. The guy was by the side with the elder. And he pointed the stick at the guy. He said, Usu be sit down way. I just away us all no. I just away us all no. Except you become like this elder, don't try it. It will kill you before your time. You want to build here? Did we tell you we want this place to be built? I just away us said there. Oh no. Why did I say this? Obviously, you can see that this guy is a Christian. He even has Christian values. He wants to help the family. But he has not grown himself spiritually from the place of prayer. Some of the things you are trying to carry, if you don't quickly build your capacity of prayer, it will crash you. I just saw yes or no. Sometimes you don't understand why you married and now it's crashing you. You had a job now it's crashing you. You started a project and now it's crashing. Are you here at all? You have a heavy vision and it's crashing you because I'm holding you, sir. I said, I just aware so. So, what is the difference that both of them profess Jesus? Then the power in the elder is, is greater than this family head could recognize and say that this one I can't touch, but you know I can touch. How? Is it not the same Jesus? But he said, the Lord is with me while we are what? With him. You can see that elder is spending time. And also, over life now, Tommy Lomano. Hey. Okay, please, let's rise. Please. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-1668. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.